0: Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're asking why are Canadian airline pilots reporting so many UFOs? That's correct. Why are Canadian airline pilots reporting so many UFOs? Now, we all know about the UFO that was shot down over Yukon. But just about a week or two before that, on January 29th, of 2023, an airline crew, two pilots, had a conversation with ground control over strange lights they saw up ahead about 10 or 15 miles near the airport at Yellowknife. It's a very interesting conversation. We'll go over that, and then we'll also take a look at some other reports that have been coming in over Canada in the past year and ask, have any of these been followed up on, and what is going on over the skies of Canada? So this first article comes to us from tvnews.ca, the Canadian site. Uh, The article is written by Daniel Otis, and it says an update on the public states, February twenty-first, 2023. The title says, We're Not Crazy, and then it says, Listen to a Flight Report, Unusual Lights Near Yellowknife in January. So it's a conversation between um, the pilots and air traffic control as these two pilots are observing uh, this UFO or possibly two UFOs. Now, I linked the actual uh, audio um, over at the Buy Me A Coffee website. You can listen to it there. It's about six and a half minutes but they covered here in the article. He says, air traffic controllers and an approaching flight couldn't identify two white lights moving in a circular pattern that were reported over Yellowknife late at night on January 29th. He starts off It says, good evening. Just wondering, do you got two planes that are just to the east of your field doing circles or maneuvers? A crew member aboard a Canadian North flight from Fort McMurray Alberta to Yellowknife uh, must be Northwest Territory. Ask if it approached. Ask as it approached the city in northern Canada around 11:15 p.m. local time. So they're flying into Yellowknife. They see these two lights traveling in a circle. Now this doesn't sound like a star to me. Okay, <laughs> negative. It says I have no reported traffic in the area. An air traffic controller in Yellowknife replied, Do you have a visual on something? And the pilot says, Yeah, we're looking at two lights dancing around here to the east of your field. The crew of the twin turboprop Canadian North aircraft said, They're above us, about I don't know what. We're not seeing them on TCAS, that's Traffic Collision avoidance System, but we can see the lights moving around. So they've spotted... What appears to be a pair of UFOs, or maybe it's just one big UFO, two lights, they can't make it out. But it's spinning around in circles above them, and it's not setting off their traffic collision avoidance system. For so, so for some reason, it's not pinging their radar. He says, I don't have anything on their radar either. Let me talk to Center, the tower responded, likely referring to what's known as the Area Control Center. It then says, a moment later, the air traffic controller was back on the radio. He says, quote, hey, center doesn't have anything about any movement in the area, so I'm really wondering what you're seeing here. So we have this UFO being observed by two pilots, or possibly two UFOs, two lights. It's not uh, picking the radar in the airplane for the the collision avoidance system, and it's not showing up on the radar at the uh, ground control and ground control has uh, escalated the inquiry uh, to their center, and they're not picking up anything either. So it's not showing up on anybody's radar. He says, yeah, so are we, the flight answered. All right, I'm trying to look, air traffic control said, likely peering out of a tower window. So I guess when you can't see it on the radar, you stick your head out the window and see if you can see anything up in the air. Of course, this is you know after 11 o'clock at night, he says, I don't see them from the ground here. Well, I'll keep an eye out. I'll talk with Center again. Then the pilot replies, yeah, no worries, the crew replied. They're not a risk to us. So somehow these guys were able to intuitively observe that this UFO wasn't a threat to them. It was just flying around up there. Based in the Ottawa suburb, Kanata, Canadian North Service's multi... Canadian North services multiple destinations across northern Canada. As the flight got closer to Yellowknife, the Canadian North crew described seeing the lights moving around in a circular pattern well above them, approximately 20 kilometers northwest of the airport. So that would be, I don't know, 12, 13 miles from the airport. You know, you'd really think that you'd want to be able to know that there was a plane up there that close to the airport. It says, quote, we'll talk on the ground, the air traffic controller said. I'll file a service report, that's a C-I-R-V-I-S report. This is when we have some sightings that we cannot explain. It's almost like I think he didn't want to be recorded saying, when he, saying what he wanted to say. Civilian air traffic control in Canada is operated by the private company Nav Canada. According to NAV Canada Aviation Guidelines, service reports short for communication instructions for reporting vital intelligence sightings should be made immediately upon a vital intelligence sighting of any airborne and ground objects or activities that appear to be hostile, suspicious, unidentified, or engaged in possible illegal smuggling activity. NAV Canada even puts unidentified flying objects at the front of a list of vital intelligence sighting. Examples which also include submarines or surface warships identified as being non-Canadian or non-American. The air traffic controller comes back on the radio again to ask what color color the lights are. White is the reply. Roger, thanks. Then there's a pause before the crew member comes back on the radio to say, We're not crazy. Ground Control says, no, we believe you. You know, even these skilled pilots, well, you know, I hope they're not crazy. They're flying a passenger plane, it sounds like. goes on, it says, the incident was first reported by Yellowknife-based cabin radio. The extended audio was taken from LiveATC.net, a website that streams air traffic control radio. The incident also appears in a pair of reports published on Transport Canada's online aviation incident database. February 10th and 14th, the data provided by NAV Canada, Transport Canada, is the federal government's transportation department. Covering everything from bird strikes to unruly passengers, Transport Canada's database is also peppered with nearly three decades of strange sightings from police officers, soldiers, air traffic controllers, and pilots on medical, military cargo, and passenger flights operated by WestJet, Air Canada Express, Port Airlines Delta, and more goes on, it says, in 2022 alone, ctvnews.ca discovered 11 reports like these from pilots flying for airlines such as Air Canada, WestJet, Virgin Atlantic, United, and KLM. One of the most recent comes from February 7, 2023, when a cargo flight from Miami to Amsterdam observed unusual lights moving, in, moving erratically at 40,000 to 50,000 feet while flying near Nova Scotia. Now, that's not something that you would think would be real safe, something flying erratically at 40 to 50,000 feet, right You know, at the top end of that level where passenger planes are going to be flying at. It says, Transport Canada cautions that these reports contain preliminary, unconfirmed data, which can be subject to change. Well, you know what? They saw what they saw, and they reported what they saw, and you got it on audio as they saw it, so I don't know what's changing. A spokesman from Transport Canada previously told ctvnews.ca that service reports have no potential for regulatory enforcement and often fall outside the department's mandate. In other words, uh, see nothing, say nothing. Reports of unidentified objects can rarely be followed up on as they are, as the title implies, unidentified, they said. Yeah, that might take some work. Service procedures are also seen notifications go to a NORAD-linked Royal Canadian Air Force Squadron. While it is not known if there was a response in this case, the Canadian military routinely states that it does not typically investigate sightings of unknown or unexplained phenomena outside the context of investigating credible threats, potential threats, or potential distress in the case of search and rescue. Before the dating of the three unidentified objects Earlier this month, at least four cases appear to have met that criteria since 2016. Well, I wonder if they were shot down or not. In the U.S., both the Pentagon and NASA are currently studying what they call UAP, short for Unidentified Ferial or Anomalous Phenomena, a term that is replacing UFO and Unidentified Flying Object in official circles. Yeah, they have to have their own secret language. You know that, right? Then it says, what were they seeing experts weigh in? Transport Canada did not immediately reply to a request for comment prior to publication on February 16th. It says, the event is classified as weather balloon, meteor, rocket, service UFO, a Transport Canada spokesman said in a February 21st email. Transport Canada endeavors to ensure the accuracy and integrity of the data contained within its Aviation Incident Database. However, the information within should be treated as preliminary, unsubstantiated, and subject to change. Well, why is it that they rushed into the Yukon and shot that unidentified flying object down? But with this one here that happened a couple days before, it was just considered no big deal. Now, it goes on and talks a little bit about, you know, some of the experts and how they basically think it's nothing. Uh, we're not really interested in what the debunkers think, but I thought it was fascinating to get this on record. And like I said, I went ahead and I linked to the uh, audio. You can you can go over there to buy me a coffee site and check it out. It's six and a half minutes of really very very interesting conversation back and forth between these two pilots who are observing this UFO in real time and ground control. Nobody can see it. They described that it's two white lights moving in a circular pattern. Doesn't sound like a weather balloon to me. And if it's a drone, it's got no business being anywhere near an airport at that altitude. Planes are coming in, planes are going out, that'd be a super dangerous thing to have happen. Secondly, doesn't show up on anybody's radar. Doesn't show up on ground radar. Doesn't show up on the uh, collision avoidance radar from the airplane they're flying. Definitely falls into the unidentified category. Now I want to take a look at this next article. So this next article really drives home uh, how commonplace these UFO sightings are by pilots, and, and in Canada, in fact. And this article comes to us from CTVNews.ca. Title says from unidentified objects to a strange light, what pilots reported over Canada in 2022. It's also by Daniel Otis, and it's dated uh, December 30th, 2022. It says from unidentified objects to a strange light. Canadian aviation officials received at least 16 unusual reports in 2022, including 11 from pilots flying for for Air Canada, WestJet, Virgin Atlantic, United, and more. He goes on, he says, while they rarely feature more than a line or two of detail, the reports describe incidents from coast to coast as well as one from New York City to City's LaGuardia Airport when a September 17th Air Canada flight from Toronto reported passing an unidentified object approximately 10 feet above the captain's window while making a left-hand bank at 1,300 feet about an hour before sunset. Now think about that. You're in a jet airplane. You're going, I don't know, 500 mile an hour, 450 mile an hour, and this thing is 10 foot from the captain's window? Wow. The reports appear in an online aviation incident database maintained by Transport Canada, the federal government's transportation department. The public database documents everything from bird strikes to unruly passengers and also includes nearly three decades of strange sightings from police officers, soldiers, air traffic controllers, and pilots on medical, military, cargo, and passenger flights operated by WestJet, Air Canada Express, Porter Airlines, Delta, and more. He says, Transport Canada cautions that such reports contain preliminary, unconfirmed data which can be subject to change. Yeah, they always want to qualify it, don't they? Like I said before, the testimony of the pilots is not changing. You have the voice recordings in real time as they're observing these things and they're talking about it to air traffic control over and over again. Not just Yellowknife. This is happening all the time. It says, Donald Spike Cavalinch is a recently retired Transport Air Canada surveillance pilot who, who also spent more than two decades flying for the Royal Canadian Air Force Base. Quote, I wouldn't write any of those off as insignificant, Kat said of the aviation incidents identified for the story. These reports must be taken seriously, and the fact that we have no real follow-up on any of these incidents speaks volumes to the inadequacy of our airspace security. Yeah, they're not following up. Now, I, I guess recently they've shot a couple of them down, but they're not following up on the hundreds of other reports. Reports from twenty twenty two include a november twelfth cargo flight from Chicago to Frankfurt that reported seeing lights that were moving eastward at the same speed as the aircraft flying in the dark over northeastern Ontario. During daylight hours on may twenty eighth, local police were notified after multiple reports were received by local traffic of an unidentified object, possibly a balloon, it's always a balloon, or a radio controlled plane, yeah, those are real common, at three thousand feet. 13 kilometers, 7 miles, 7 nautical miles south of Kitchener-Waterloo, Ontario. Yeah, they've all seen the same thing, reported a UFO, but it must be a balloon or a radio-controlled airplane. Yeah, that's that's creative. The Kitchener-Waterloo area was also the site of a September 22 daytime report from a flying club pilot of a red and white unidentified object at 2,500 feet. Transport Canada's Aviation Incident Database, where these reports are found, is called CADORS, that's C-A-D-O-R-S, short for Civil Aviation Daily Occurrence Reporting System. And CADORS, the most most reports of unusual object or lights are categorized as weather balloon, meteor, rocket, service, slash UFO cases, which is also meant to capture helium balloons and fireworks. UFO, of course, stands for Unidentified Flying Object, a term that is now being replaced in official circles by UAP. Yeah, we know that. Goes on and says, laser interference. Well, laser strikes are unfortunately common and dangerous occurrence of pilots. Between October and December, at least six reports of unidentified lights have been classified as laser interference cases in the government's aviation incident database. Now, he would think they'd be able to triangulate where these things came from and find out what's going on with these. I mean, wow. The first, a klm Royal Dutch Airlines flight from Mexico City to Amsterdam reported a bright light above at 12 o'clock while flying at night off the southern coast of Nova Scotia on October 3rd. Doesn't sound like a laser to me. Traveling to St. John's in the dark on November 16th, an Air Canada flight from Toronto reported a strange light a little over, this is 100 clicks, about 60 miles west of its destination. Then on November 24th, in the same region, a United Airline flight from Washington, D.C. to Zurich, Switzerland reported white lights moving left and right, up and down. Doesn't sound like a laser. On Northwest, Over northwestern Quebec on December 8th, a Virgin Atlantic flight from Las Vegas to London reported seeing two lights at 1 o'clock moving quickly to the left while traveling at 39,000 feet. After a few miles, the same thing happened again. You know, it's important that we identify these things because they're right in the flight paths of these passenger airplanes. Yet, we're constantly told, well, they're weather balloons, they're drones, they're, it's a laser light show, some idiot on the ground is flashing laser lights at the pilot. No, no, that's not good enough. The following night over northwest Ontario, a private jet traveling from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, to Winnipeg reported seeing one to three bright lights orbiting above the horizon lasting for about 10 seconds every 60 seconds. A nearby West flight from Halifax to Calgary also observed the same lights. Air traffic controllers then notified Air Canada Force officials with NORAD, short for North American Aerospace Defense Command, the joint Canadian-U.S. defense group. So you have two different, two different commercial pilots, crews, seeing the same thing and reporting it to ground control mass ufo sighting by expert witnesses within hours of the story being published transport canada released another laser interference report Well, you know it's sad that they have to be so lazy it would be so much easier if they would just say we don't know than to sit there and just lie to us constantly it doesn't sound like a laser report to me i'm sorry the december 15th nineteen. 19- the December 15th nighttime incident involved a KLM flight from Amsterdam to Edmonton and an Air Canada flight from London to Vancouver that both reported unknown lights ahead at a very high altitude flying over the ocean near Nunavut. I don't know, was somebody else on a on a commercial air flight pointing a laser pin out the window? Not likely. According to the Cador's report, the lights were described as pinpoints and were observed at least 20 times over a one-hour period at between 10 and 40 degrees above the horizon. They were estimated at about 50,000 feet and moved in different directions. Well, they're a pinpoint because they're so far away. But you think someone's up there at 50,000 feet? I mean, most of the time, I don't think passenger planes even get that high. There's a place for laser interference, but it specifically refers to and should only be used with reports of lasers aimed at aircraft, once the retired Transport Canada and RCF pilot told the CTV News from BC. A light in the sky above an airliner, for example, does not meet that criteria, nor does a light in the sky keeping up to an airliner. If they are calling those laser interference, I think it's wrong. Well, of course it's wrong, they're lying. Now, are they lying because they're lazy and they don't want to fill out a report? Or are they lying because they're being told to lie? Because they want to, they want to tamp down the narrative. They want people to be quiet about this. They don't want to be exposed. They're hiding things. Well, what are they hiding? According to a Transport Canada spokesman, aviation reports are labeled laser interference when an aircraft is targeted or, report, or reported seeing a laser beam or any other directed bright light source. In the example cited, the spokesman explained, there is a reference to lights, or bright lights, which better fits the event definition for laser interference. Oh, give me a break. Please explain to us how the laser got to 50,000 feet. Don't be so lazy when you lie to us. You know, don't use my back for a place where you relieve yourself, and then tell me that it's raining. In addition to these six laser interference cases, CVTnews.ca also found ten other aviation reports from twenty twenty two describing possible drones, as well as another two describing a drone or balloon. Just tell us a swamp gas. If you don't want to tell us what it is, or you're too lazy to write a report, just write in swamp gas and then we'll know. CTV News. Located an additional five reports and cutters from civilian or uncertain sources. Some, like a daylight July 3rd civilian sighting in Quebec, providing zero details. Others only offer a few, like a March 27th report from near Vancouver Island, or a bright phenomena in the sky that has even relayed to military. That was even relayed to military officials with NORAD. These guys would be a lot better off to file their reports with MUFON. And then it would be in a publicly available database where we could all read it. okay? And nobody would pass judgment on the pilot and tell them that they were seeing lasers at 50,000 feet pointed down at them. Others may have straightforward explanations like a report of, a 12, a report of 12 fast-moving objects flying above Gabriola Island in BC that was related to air traffic controllers by the on March 7th, possibly a sighting of SpaceX Starlink satellites. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. Seriously, those are pretty easy. To, those are pretty easy to identify. And then it says uh, on an August 19th, report from outside Troy River, Quebec. I think that means Three Rivers. Perhaps describes another star-like with a series of 17 orange circular objects at an altitude of approximately 6,000 to 10,000 feet were observed that were equidistant and size and the size of a jet. Yeah, I know, but if it's actually 10,000 feet, I don't think it's a satellite. That's that's interesting. Another from November 20th in New Brunswick says, object with a beam of light was seen moving from north to south, heading toward Fredericton NB, then breaking up into four objects with similar beams of light, possibly a bright fireball or, medium, or meteor disintegrating in the atmosphere. I'm not sure how often meteors have beams of light coming out of them. It's A beam of light, not a trail of light. Well, and then it goes on and talks a little bit. It says, In the U.S., both the Pentagon and NASA are currently studying what they refer to as UAP. Uh, we apply the highest analytic scientific standards, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's we, we've heard all this before. He kind of finishes up here, he says, To Cavalinch, the former government military aviator, reports of unidentified objects and lights from fellow pilots should be considered very credible. I agree. They're expert witnesses. These guys spend the majority of their time in an airplane. They're up there all the time. They know the difference between a weather balloon and a drone and a UFO. I think pilots, you know, I've met a few pilots. Most of them are are pretty much skeptics. And so, if one of them takes the time to call one of these things in or file a report, I think we really need to pay attention to it because they have every reason not to believe in UFOs, and they have every reason not to report them. I mean, they are the most likely people to be depersoned, maybe lose their job, have a lot of have a lot of ridicule involved. So, if they have the courage to report these things, they deserve our absolute attention. It says, who is following up to see if any of the observers collected photographic or video evidence? Who is is correlating this information to see if there's a pattern or area of higher risk? I suspect the answer to both questions is absolutely no one, Kavlin said. I think the Ministers of Transport and Defense should stand up a joint office to follow up on these very real airspace incursions. Well, I agree, but if they are following up on these, they're not telling us what they're doing. They're not even reporting to Congress. It sounds like maybe they're giving them in the U.S. Maybe they're giving Congress a few details in closed meetings, but they're sworn to secrecy. So if we want if we want disclosure on this stuff, uh, the folks that that make these reports that see these things make them as detailed as you can when you put them in the public databases, and if you have the time, put them on MUFON or one of these, one of these other UFO reporting websites. And then we can all look at them, we can all discuss it, and we can just cut the middleman of the bureaucrats and the deep state right out of the picture. We don't need them. We don't need them in the equation of observing and analyzing these things. We just need to see the reports, we need to have the reports uh, posted immediately to an open and accessible database online where everybody has access, and then we can each make up our own mind a novel idea. Until next time this is UFO Warning over and out.